Welcome to the DJ Insider Podcast, sponsored by Amplified Events. It's the only podcast where we break down insider information from our weddings, experiences, and advice from over 15 years in the wedding industry. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Kane, owner of Amplified Events. And I'm Chris Zart, general manager of Amplified Events. Let's get into it. Welcome. Well, we're here. We're doing it. This is our first... uh, ever uh, amplified events uh, dj wedding industry podcast i'm uh, mike kane owner i'm chris yep. zart general manager yes and we are dj that's right we are wedding djs um so this kind of podcast will be related to that um we'll be talking about um, dj stuff stuff that relates to that stuff that relates to the wedding industry uh, it'll kind of be a mix match and we'll hopefully start to Narrow it down as we go and figure that out uh, from day to day. But this is our first one, so really excited to be here. Uh, our friend uh, Zach Marvel's putting this on for us out of the uh, video podcast studio yep. out of his property here in Valparaiso, Indiana. So we're excited to do that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, season's getting started. This is our first like upcoming fully booked uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. so that, that's going to be fun. Got all of our DJs out there in the field. Doing some hard work, but yeah, where are you going to be at this weekend? I'm going to be at White Oak Farm in uh, nice. Michigan City. Beautiful newer property owned by the, I believe, the Instrum family. They're, uh, of, I think it's the Jewelry Fortune, but uh, but yeah, um, pretty like good, pretty nice, beautiful thing. And we're kind of fully loaded. It's going to be pretty much every service we offer. We're going to be doing ceremony, live music for cocktail hour. We're going to be doing. Um, dinner on our vinyl records, which is kind of cool. Uh, we'll have a photo booth. We're going to have our up lighting, our dance floor lighting. Of course, going to be DJing. Um, got our new assistant coming out, Chum. Should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, should be should be a good little day. Where are you going to be at? Uh, Walden in Chicago. Oh, so head to the city, but uh, pretty you know easy day overall. A couple is like very chill. It's my past two weekends have just been like. Don't have to worry about anything pretty much. <laughs> They're just really easygoing people. And yeah, just no ceremony, just a reception set up and some dance for lights. But Oh, fantastic. Yeah, nothing crazy. I love that. But. So tell me, so we both had weddings last weekend. Mm-hmm. You DJed. Uh, tell me a little bit about, about yours. So yeah, mine was really relaxed. Uh, the couple, I, I was at Journeyman in, in Michigan and uh, met them at the distillery at uh, their tasting like probably a few months back. And they were, like, not even really wanting a DJ. Uh, and they're like, yeah, they came up to me, and they're like, yeah, we, we really weren't planning on having that. We Not much of a dance floor. We're going to just ha- have, like, an iPad play in the corner. But they're like, we met you. And that was, like, the first time, like, a couple, like, was like, we saw you. Now we want a DJ. And they, like, you know, completely changed their mind. So that was that was a good ego boost for sure and <laughs> made me feel pretty good. But, yeah, they were really easygoing people. Just um, you could just really tell they were, like, in love, you know. Uh, and that was super nice. But, yeah. Did you guys do ceremony as well, or was it just DJing? No, just just reception. Um, yeah, they had a pretty like low key ceremony. They were they were gonna try and do it outside, but it, unfortunately we got some rain, so we couldn't really do that. But uh, it was super nice. They all were out like on the back golf course for a lot of the reception. But yeah, pretty chill dance floor. Like probably like half the people were out there the whole time. But you know they they were just very social creatures for sure. Just wanted to like have some drinks, talk, and were there any things that were surprising like? Uh Special traditions or songs, uh, anything? Oh, they were like a really big uh, 90s crowd. And I, I don't mean just like the hits, like the really, uh, I don't know, you know, Venga Boys, oh like my stuff gosh. like that. Okay. Like a lot of... A lot of 90s <sighs> kind of club uh, 
disco. I call it like uh, it's like sugar pop, like candy candy yep. pop, like bowling for soup. Yes, like, it's yeah, just yeah. just that kind of stuff, like stuff that's like good sing alongs and good just like nineties like I think like dance Barbie girl. Music. I've got like yes, a, I've got that a was on there. Yeah, we had some stuff. aqua. Um, I was I was trying to sneak in Sandstorm, but I, I, I didn't have time to do that. But that, that was the vibe for sure. Yes, and okay. They were all kind of like early forties, late thirties, just like wanted all those hits. Yeah, eighties too. But yeah, it was a good time. Oh, that's awesome. Was there anything that stood out to you that uh, I don't know? Like, was there um, anything that was like kind of unusual for for a typical wedding, or was it pretty typical? I, it was it was pretty typical. They, they you know they even told me like. Hey, this all of our vendors have told us this, but like this is gonna be your and their easiest wedding of the year. Like, and they just, <laughs> they just were like totally rolling with the punch. Like, didn't care. Like, you know, anything that was scheduled, they just were in no rush to get to it. So, nice. uh, I mean, that part was a, a little different, I guess I could say, but it was nice. The one thing too is I played a. Uh, uh, what is love at one point and they were all doing the Chris Kattan and I just, and we just DJed we just, Chris Kattan's event. So that was like, I was like, Oh, that's like, so awesome. little do you know? Yes. Yep. We just met him, did his, the audio, uh, for his, uh, stand up uh, performance here in Valpo. Well, it's a whole bird. It's supposed to be in Valpo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so funny that, uh, that did that. I, you think about that every time I hear that song. Now. Yep. I can't get out of my <laughs> head now. Yeah. <laughs> Mango. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my wedding was pretty good. It mm-hmm. was uh, it was so a past DJ of mine uh, moved back to the area and you know fell in love and get married and he reached out and I said yes I'd be happy to do it. I'd love to do it. He said there's nobody else I would trust with this and so I'd have to I have to have you there. So we met last April and he kind of booked with us and um, we did his wedding and it was great. It was kind of cool because the bridal party I had done at least I would say there was like eight people in the bridal party. I did like five of their weddings. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, like, Eric, we did his wedding. I did uh, John's wedding. I did um, uh, Jeremy's wedding. Um, and then uh, Logan was uh, in it. But he, we didn't do oh, his wedding, cool. but I've worked with Logan yeah, extensively. Yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of cool, like, knowing all these people. We almost did Pat and Erica's wedding. That ended up not happening. It was uh, That was when right when we left uh, that other company. But Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I know these people. I've been partying with them for a long time, so it's kind of cool to, to do that. Um, what do you say compared to, like, your normal wedding, just because you knew everybody and I'm sure felt a little more comfortable. Was it kind of like the, like really wanting to to do a good job or like, were you pretty stress-free overall? Like how how was, I was, was so yeah, typically if I'm, if I'm, of course I always want to do it. Well, obviously. But yeah, uh, (laughs) but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, um, I never phoned it in, but yeah. Um, but it is when someone you love, someone you care about, you really do care about all the details and you stress a little bit more. Um, this one specifically, I really wasn't that stressed about. Mm-hmm. And I think it, there's a couple of reasons. One, cause I've, I've known Tim for a long time. He DJed for me, DJed with me. We've done, t- you know, countless weddings together. Right. And so he knew what it's like to be a DJ at one of these things. Mm-hmm. And so he really made it super easy on me to just do what I needed to do a good job. I mean, they had like 10 song requests and they had like 10 don't plays and they were like, we just trust you do your thing. Right which was really ideal. Um, and then they had a couple of, of course, special songs. And then he wanted, he's like, I want to just get up and mix one or two songs. I was like, absolutely jump in, you know, DJ twig you up here. To. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that kind of thing. Um, what, so yeah, so going into it, I really wasn't too stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really neat. He had his brother, Miriam, um, which his brother is just like this world famous tattoo artist. And he's just a really kind soul. Like his brother was tearing up like more than once. Like it was, uh, Something that struck me um, about the ceremony, about the whole day, uh, which I'm sure you'll you'll have this too, 
you know, when you do lots of these things, um, there's couples, it's obvious that they are like, we don't really know why we're getting married. It's just what you do. They're not really in right. love. They're not really, or they're really stressed. They really haven't gotten through their, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't do any follow-up to see if they stay together or not, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's always obvious when the couple is like super in love, super excited to be married. Yes. They're like best friends. Like your and Sarah's wedding was like that. Mm-hmm. Tim, Tim and Karina's wedding was like that too. Like it was just very clear. And that type of energy as a DJ, but I see it in the guests too, because I'm always looking at the guests and how they're responding. That's how you get a good dance floor. Mm-hmm. That energy is so infectious. It's just like everybody is feeling good. They're on cloud nine. We're, yep. we're celebrating love. Everybody's Everybody just wants to have a great time because of that. And so it really makes our jobs as DJs much easier when there's love in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, There's always supposed to be love in the air, but one of the dirty secrets is you know, a lot of these people, they – they're really, they're super stressed out. They're really, it's hard for them to have a good time. And, and uh, there's a lot of po- politics and dynamics when you get married where this person doesn't like this person. And because of the planning process, this person doesn't trust this person. And right. this, if you've ever planned a wedding, you'll know what I'm talking about, where there's 111 opinions about how your wedding should go. And it's your yep. wedding and everybody's not shy about telling you that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then meanwhile, we're the wedding, wedding DJs, and we got to come in, and we got to show these people a great time, yep. you know? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, ceremony was flawless. Everybody's crying. The Sound-wise, it was fantastic. Cocktail hour, super chill. Uh, but intros was really cool, because I always love to, like, you know, get them revved up. And so mm-hmm. we got everybody excited, all the parents excited. Um, it really revved up the crowd. Um, and uh, even you know, Korean's dad came up to me. He's like, I how do you have your level of charisma, that level of energy? <laughs> and I go, well, it's for Tim. He's my buddy. Yeah. You know, it's easy. But I was like, yeah, that's also part of the job, man. Like, I can't, you know. It's almost like acting to a certain point. It's like you're, you're playing this character. I mean, obviously, you're still yourself. Like, yeah. I'm always myself, but it's kind of this, like, extra, you know, that's like right. character that you're that's putting right. on as well, which yeah. is really fun to do. But Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like acting. You have to be on. Yes. And so yeah. there is a energy and a dynamic that comes to that. That it's not how you always talk, mm-hmm. you know, especially because you're trying to project. You're trying to, like, connect with the crowd, and you're trying to, like, hey, guys, like, let's do this, you know, right. rather than um, being like, okay, oh, we're going to be doing an introduction, you know, just the business, just the facts, ma'am, you know. Yeah. We, that's not us. We got to really make it that where you guys are at is the most exciting place to be right now. Mm-hmm. And these people got married, so we have a great reason to celebrate Everybody's dressed, you know, everybody's looking great. We've got great music. We've got great food and drink. It's, it's going to be a good time. Um, what was unique about theirs was uh, they did, um, they uh, did like uh, family, um, sorry, they did a first look, mm-hmm. which that's, a lot of people do that. But uh, he really hadn't seen her in her dress. And so it was kind of a big built up thing. And so I played like a slow, I think it was a piano version, instrumental, of like falling slowly, you know, that. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. That's good, yeah. And so it's just like, just to really set the the tone for that. Right. Um, to, to make that moment really special, really bring it home for them. And Logan comes up to me because we'd worked weddings before, but he hasn't worked a wedding for a few years, mm-hmm. five or six years. And he's like, are you curating music for the first look I go, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing, Logan. Building the moment. He's like, yeah. oh, because it was kind of a little bit too perfect for what's happening in the room. <laughs> So, of course, you know, Tim Caesar and his dress, and he just starts crying. It was really beautiful. Like, That's it was awesome. Just a moment. To... It's crazy, too, because 
I mean, just going through it myself last year, um, and, and I've been to hundreds of weddings before my own. And it's like, there are times where I'm definitely working the wedding and I'm in work brain. So I sometimes, usually the emotions don't get to me as much. And I try and just, you know, stay professional, stay focused. But there are certain ones that like definitely get to me. But day of, not even just me, but like friends that I'd never expected to cry or crying. Like it just, the emotions come through a lot stronger than you can ever expect them to. Like there's no, I don't know, there's no, there's nothing you can really prepare yourself for with like a wedding day. Yeah. Like, even though I knew, you know, this is how that I was going to start, you know, this is how it's going to end everything in between all the events. You can't prepare like how you're going to feel, how other people are going to react and feel. It's it's just, it's like overwhelming, but in a good way, you know, yeah. but that's awesome though. I love that. Something that kind of surprised me because I thought this was going to be, you know, I've done four or five of these couples and all their friends weddings before. This should be an easy one to get a dance floor going. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I got it started, got things going. And four or five songs in, I lose them. Right. And so I had to reset. I had to do a slow song, do some old classics that mm-hmm. get some of those older folks out. And then, you know, some September Earth, Wind & Fire and rebuild that energy. Yeah. And then we get going again and raging into that, you know, 2000s, late 2000s, you know, pop and EDM and, you know, and, or hip hop. That was what they liked too. Mm-hmm. And then I get four or five songs of that and I'd lose them. So then I reset and I do like... Some Frank Sinatra, some Stand By Me, some uh, My Girl, you know, um, and then go into like, uh, uh, what's that one? Um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, you know, yeah. some of those like classic sing along from that era. Um, and then we build them and then lose them. It was just kind of, uh, it was, I'm like, what's going on? But I just, rather than question it too much, I just tried to, you know, as a seasoned DJ, I'm like, this is really not anything I'm doing wrong. I just need to pay attention to that and reset and do plenty of you know, slow songs in between. And sure enough, Tim right. came up at the end of the night as a fellow DJ and was like, not your fault, dude. Like, he's like, everybody just is so in love and people love, they're really tight families and they're all together and they just want to talk too. Yep. So it was that kind of that feature where we love dancing. What you're doing was great. We just also wanted to talk and hang out. <laughs> and with how long the wedding day is, it's, it is kind of crazy with like how much little time you actually have to visit and like see people like, you know, you're taking pictures for hours, you, you're on the dance floor, like the, the time that you can, you're um, sitting throughout dinner, speeches, whatnot, but you only get really that like three, maybe four hours, like right at the end, like during the dance floor to like socialize and talk. And um, some people just have a hard time making that choice of yes. like, which direction do I go? And usually kind of sounded like they wanted both like, yeah. oh, let's dance a little bit. And then like, let's go. Oh, I need to talk to uncle, yeah. whoever, <laughs> like got to get over there and, and yeah. See them, but. but because I had done five other ones, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have any problem keeping them going all night. Right. You know, there's a moment when you know you've got them as a DJ mm-hmm. and you can just take them on this danceable, magical journey. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I wasn't getting that as easy. I really had to adjust a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kept with it, kept at it. And then, yeah, people got looser, got excited, more dancing. And then um, Song of the Night was uh, no hands, you know, waka flaka. Mm-hmm. And literally everybody's out there, they're singing, R-E-O-C, you know, they were doing the <laughs> breakdown. Uh, and then I kind of had them. And they're, they'd had, had like a, the last song was really kind of cool. They did um, Taylor Swift's Love Story. Nice. And uh, they started out with like a slow dance, just the two of them with everybody circled around. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted me to like, everyone run in and jump and sing with them. So I'm like, go get them, you know. <laughs> everybody did. It was really kind of a cool, magical moment building to that. But I did... Uh, like, it was like, Lover was the last slow song, mm-hmm. right into Mr. Brightside. Nice. And then right into 
love story. And that was just the nice. perfect kind of good, like sing along. Yes. And just building up. And yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that felt really good. We did a, um, a cool monogram for them above like the head table there and the uplights kind of surrounding. So I got some good photos and video from that. It looks really cool. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so those are the last things I wrote down some notes about what to talk about. Um, so yeah, did you guys have a song of the night? That was what I was going to ask. Oh, my last wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, it w- it was one of those '90s hits. It was either like Barbie Girl or like a Ven- Venga Boy song. The I'm trying to remember the Venga Boy song. It was um, not Boom Boom. Uh, oh, we like to party. We like yeah. to party. Yeah, that was probably the the hit of the night. Yeah, and they had a lot of those. Um, a lot of like. 90s early 2000s pop punk too that was yeah. like a oh lot. those are good and uh i was thinking usually that's like last hour hits i was kind of mixing them in throughout the night because the, the, you know their whole playlist was 90s so it just kind of worked but they were hitting pretty good and i was i was thinking like oh last hour like i'm really gonna get them but they were like so exhausted <laughs> that they just like they were all singing on the side like yeah. every person in the room was singing along and like hanging but they you know no one wanted to like yeah. dive out there and that was like Mr. I'm like oh Mr. Brightside's going to kill and it like <laughs> and, and usually it is and it did but from a distance and they're all like yeah, I want to go home now like <laughs> just exhausted and that's just how it goes sometimes That but. surprised me those pop punk which has been hitting lately and I yeah. thought it would hit with this group it didn't I did uh Fallout Boys, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Sugar, We're Going Down. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and I've got that. It's like redrummed and it's shorter and mm-hmm. it has an acapella outro. And then I mixed it right into the middle, Jeremy Jimmy World, you know, just take some. Time. Right. And uh, both of those just, you know, crickets. I had to reset. So I'm like, all right, we're well, not going to do more of that because I was going to go into like Panic at the Disco and, yeah. and do, um, what's that one? All Time Low, Zero Maria. I got your pictures. It's hard when you make this whole yellow plan. cart. Yes, yeah. like like you're like, oh, I'll start with this song, and then and then you figure out like the next nine <laughs> to play, and you're like, yeah, like I got them. And then like if that doesn't hit, then you're like, well, now I have to go in a completely different yeah. direction. It's just yeah, it's like in chess, you get your queen out there, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get him in check in two moves, and then they kill your queen. Yep. and you're like, that was oh. my whole plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up with a new plan. I guess I'll use a pawn or a rook or something. Um. What's uh, one thing that you wish people knew about DJs or what it's like to DJ? Mm. I would relate it to uh, kind of like a retail experience, like working in retail of like (laughs) what we have to deal with like throughout the job, like people at weddings that are super pushy. This is one of the few jobs where people feel like they can tell you how to do your job (laughs) and there's no understanding. There's no consequence for them asking. Like, it's just, I, I, and you've mentioned this before. I wouldn't walk into like surgery and be like, all right, are you sure you want to cut there? Like, you know, or pilot. Yeah. You're in the right holding pattern. Shouldn't you be hitting these buttons like up here? But, like, DJ, you know, it's just like, oh, You yeah. told your Uber driver how to drive. They'd be super annoyed at you. Right. And they may tell you to get out of the car. It's know? just because we're entertainers and we work in the entertainment industry as well as, like, the service industry. It's kind of like a combination of both. People feel like they have control over yeah. you and your job. But, yeah, I, I would say, um, yeah, most people don't know that side of it. And just, like, and I would say the big thing, too, that I've been telling a lot of couples is, like, I feel like we're more event planners yeah. and coordinators than we are DJs. Like we're, we're coordinators that happen to throw a good party yes. and like play music. But throughout the day before the dance floor, we are like, you know, making sure people where they need to be, uh, 
we're on the mic, you know, trying to keep everything organized, telling guests like, hey, grab your seats at this time. Uh, you know, checking in with a couple throughout the entire night. Like, hey, we're going to move into your first dance. Are you ready to go? Like all this stuff. There's so much planning and so much that we have to be on top of that goes so unnoticed most of the time. Yeah. Occasionally I get someone that's like, oh, <laughs> like, thank you for doing this. And it's so <laughs> unexpected of me because there's a lot of DJs that I'm sure don't do that and just have yeah. someone else do it. But, you know, that's that's a huge part of our job is just like keeping the day organized, being on top of everything. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, and that kind of leads into what I was would say about what, su- what surprised people is that, it's more than just playing songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that's what it is. Um, and I always tell them, like, you can do that yourself. You could do a playlist. You probably do a decent job about picking the music you and your friends like. Yeah. Um, but a large part of what we do is cultivating, creating, uh, and maintaining an atmosphere where people feel comfortable enough to dance and let go and party and have a good mm-hmm. time. Uh, and there's a lot of things you have to do to do that. There's a lot of things that are totally out of your control. You know, I've done a, one where they had me set up my turntables in a different room from where my speakers would be. So I could not see the dance floor at all. It was this weird country club where they had a separate room for the dance floor, and there wasn't enough space for me to be on that dance floor, so I had to run extension cables, and I had my assistant, luckily I had one, uh, be like, are they dancing? Are they having fun? <laughs> and then he'd run back, yep, it looks like they're having fun. Okay, well, then I'm going to mix another one. Does it seem like they like it? Or are they leaving the dance floor? <laughs> That's so It's, it's like doing surgery with a blindfold on, you know? It's so silly. And so, you know, luckily we made the best of that one. And, but, uh, but, yeah, there's a lot that goes to throwing a great dance party that you would never expect. And some yeah. of it is flow. And some of it is energy. And some of it is making sure things are happening and, and, and putting the crowd at ease. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, let's grab our seats. We're going to have speeches. Or, hey, we're going to start dancing. That kind of thing. Um, that it really, before I've even played a song, that goes into that to making sure that it's a flawless, kind of seamless, fun day for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I would also echo on what you're saying is that like uh, something that would surprise a lot of people about DJing is, um, you know, everyone thinks like mixing the music is so important that like, oh, and, and being cool right. is so important. But I've really found is that listening to your couple and listening to the crowd is yeah. more important. Being willing to make adjustments to your plan as you go, being flexible rather than, oh, no, if they don't they don't like uh, 90s trip hop, then they're in trouble because that's what <laughs> DJ Request plays, even though DJ Request doesn't play requests. Yeah, you know? <laughs> knowing it's not about you. Yeah. You know, it's, you're still yourself. You're, you're doing your own thing. You're doing what you think is best. You're using your best judgment, but it's, you know, it's about what the couple wants, what your yeah. crowd is, is yeah. analyzing your crowd. Yeah, you got the what, experience, what the expertise well to, to know there's no way that song's going to hit. But right. if it does, I know another song is going to go well with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always hear it say, and I'm sure I'll repeat this again and again, that, Good DJ plays music you like. A great DJ plays music you didn't know you liked. Right. You know, that like, I have, oh, this one, yes. You mm-hmm. know, that pulls out that excitement, that energy. It's something new, um, you know, that gets people going. Uh, and ideally, leading to one of those culmination type moments where all of their family and friends are out there dancing and singing at the top of their lungs and they all rush in to hug the couple and they all have this amazing memory. We just had this really cool time. This is the end of your wedding, and, and uh, what a way to, to, to you know, finish it out on. You know, right. Kind of thing. So, but yeah, we do get a lot of um, you know, people that come up that, hey, it's a party. I know how to party. Why don't you play this song? Or, uh, you know, when they come up and they're like, this song sucks. Okay. Sorry to hear that you, you don't <laughs> like the song. The couple liked the song. They told me to play it. Uh, what would you like instead? And they don't. 
They don't have anything. Not this. Or they'll give you some other, you know, obscure song or song that doesn't, you know, that's clear that they like it. It's yep. their taste, but it's not what typically people would dance to at a wedding uh, or what, uh, you know, the couple has told me they want. And so you're like, oh, it's going to be like this all night. They're going to hate every song I play. What's what's worse even than that, I, I feel like, is when, you know, sometimes you just can't get the dance floor going, whatever, you know. Just, they're in, they're out. So I've, ha- yeah. I've had it where, like, you play one song, they're all out there, you know, next song, they're gone. And there's, like, it's not your fault. There's nothing you can do about it. It just yeah. happens sometimes. What's the worst, though, is when you have that guy coming up to you who's, like, play this song. And it's, like, yeah, the most obscure, weird song. No, I'm not going to play And then there's, like, well, why not? I'll yeah. play it. And then that song just hits so well. Fire and it's so hard. And then you can't be upset, but you are because it's, like, just you know, the one you song like you, you don't, don't know play. anything. Yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> just that one time. I had somebody do that with, like, uh, Kenny Rogers, the gambler, one time with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> Gotta know when to hold. There's like you know. one Kenny Rogers song we play, I think. Oh, that or uh, Islands in the Stream, or uh, there's a couple ones. There's a good slow one um, that the right crowd will love. But yeah, right. But yeah, not your typical. And these are young college somethings. Was the whole. <laughs> they was mostly family and mostly friends at the at the wedding, and so I was like, no way. But it turns out it's a fraternity tradition to sing that song in his fraternity in the groom's. So it went nuts, and they broke the dance floor. I got a picture of it. They, it was one of these wooden ones. We're outside. <laughs> Like in a field, you know, at a, a, winter, a vineyard or something. Yeah. And they had this snap together wooden dance floor. And they just, whoever installed it didn't do a, you know, great Jeez. job. And they just broke the dance floor, you know, piece by piece by dancing on it, which is pretty cool. And it's funny, too, of like, that's that's definitely like, you know, a groom thing to not mention whatsoever. I'm sure, sure it was never mentioned. Hey, yeah. by the way, this is like my yeah. frat. They do this at every wedding. This is the song. Didn't even think of it. Yeah. Didn't even think of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I was that groom. I, I didn't know what was going on most of the time. I Whatever knew all you the think is events. best, we trust you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like, you know, it's my wife. She's like, hey, what do you think about it? Yeah, should go for it. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, there's so many little details to the day, but. Yeah, it is a lot. It really is. And it's an overwhelming, it can be an overwhelming process to, and so I always, it always makes me so sad when I sit down and like, they're so stressed out and they don't even want to pick up a single song, pick a single Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can do this, but it's your wedding. I want your input. I want you to collaborate with you on this creative process of planning the music of what, right. what do you want to hear? What do you want to feel at your wedding? Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is incredibly intimate, but also my whole career is music. So, uh, you know, them, they've worried about flowers and decorations and the dress and transportation and every, every other little detail. So by the time they get with me, it's like. Burnt out on decision making, and to me, the yeah. music is the funnest part. We get right. to, we're planning the party part now. That's what everybody's waiting for. It's just to get to the party for sure. That's yeah. So uh, I, you know, so I've tried to make that easier with that app we use. That yeah, you know, makes it a little simpler for people to plan. Um, it makes it more collaborative. They can share it with family and friends. If uh, generally, I'm like somebody in your wedding party, somebody in your family cares about this, mm-hmm. and they'll know pretty good idea of what most people are going to like. Absolutely. Try and tell couples too, like you can do as much homework as you want to. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> if you want to give me five hours of music, go for it. And that was my last, you know, this weekend we had a two-hour, forty-five-minute dance floor. They gave me five hours of music. <laughs> I played like two of my own songs. <laughs> I mean, all the stuff they gave me was exactly what they wanted, and, yeah. and they, they knew that. So it was like, like I can't promise to play everyone because we literally don't have time to do that. <laughs> but like, I, I will. I will go yeah. into the best of the best of this playlist. Whereas mine sure. gave me 11 songs. Of course, I played all of them. 
Yeah. Uh, but all of them didn't hit, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I'm like, what do I play for this crowd? You know, like, <laughs> it's the funny how that works. And it's a crowd, again, I expected that I, I, I know this crowd really well. It'll be fine. Right. You know, and then they did something I didn't expect, so I had to adjust. But uh, that's the fun part is just really, you never know. Sometimes you do. What's really fun is when you're like, oh, I don't know if this one's going to be that fun. Just the planning process has been difficult and awkward and, you know, it's been tough to get music and I don't know. And then you get there and there's just so much energy. Their family and friends just love to party, love to have a good time. Because you met the couple, but you haven't met That's their right. loved ones and yes. friends yet. Yeah. And well, I've seen too, like when I meet with the couple, sometimes they're really stressed or sometimes they're really chill. And then the wedding day, they're really stressed. So you never know. People, right. It's tough because you want people at their best, but it's a very stressful day in your life. So mm-hmm. you're not yourself, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, I always try to like, take that with a grain of salt and adjust and try to do my best. But it's always funny to see when you meet with somebody and you're like, oh, man, they're, this is going to be a tough one to get a good party going. And mm-hmm. then it's not tough at all. And then the opposite of that where it's like, this couple is so cool. It's going to be so easy. Just they're the cool. They're just they're not afraid to dance. I can play anything. Yep. And then like, why aren't they dancing? What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> What am I doing wrong? I try and set no expectations now because of that. I just, yeah. I'd rather just be surprised every time. Like, yeah. I, as soon as I assume, it's game over. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. never know what to expect for sure. Yeah. And that's really kind of our style of DJing too. I know there's DJs that they do a whole set list. Like, they've got their music, they've got their songs, they've already decided what's going to be played for that hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't alter from that, and you don't get to request a song in there. Like, right. they're just. But wedding DJs, we really have to be more open format and more flexible and adjust on the fly a lot of times with here's what the plan is, but here's what people are actually dancing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good to be able to know like how to, you know, get out of your idea of what, because yeah. sometimes that's just change. Sometimes you just have the, the bride or groom coming up to you and they're like, hey, I've, could we have this song next? And yeah. it's like, even though you've already planned like 10 songs ahead, you got to go in a completely different direction. And sometimes that can end up even being better than what you originally <laughs> expected, which is the best. Of like, oh, like, I, like, like you said, I didn't know that you had this frat song or whatever, and then we can go off of that or whatever, you know. I had this girl come up to me at the last one on Saturday that uh, she was one of, I think she was a bridesmaid or a friend of a bridesmaid. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's young, and she's like, we were doing our like a third slow song set, kind of. We had every forty five minutes, I had to drop it and slow reset, you know. And she's like, no more of this slow nonsense, you know. She didn't, she didn't say nonsense, uh, but uh, I was like, but well, what would you like? Well, you put me on the spot. I was like, well, you're kind of putting me on the spot. What, what would you like to, you know? And she couldn't come up with it, but give me some more middle school era stuff. And I go, well, hold on. When did you go to middle school? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I went to middle school, it's going to be different, you know, right. than, uh, <laughs> you know, you want some Blink-182, some Eve-6? Uh, some of that stuff didn't already work, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah, she actually met middle school, you know, not so not so long ago. Right. So, but... It worked out. I really feel like it was a really fun, cool wedding. And, and uh, you know, for our part, we did the very best we could. And uh, we just made adjustments. And groom and bride were really happy. And the family's really happy. And nice. Multiple people, you know, messaged me and, and sent stuff on Facebook how much they enjoyed it. And so that was really cool. That's that was awesome. Really, that's a fun thing. So, yeah, I, I that's kind of all I kind of had for this one. I don't know if there's any other topics or. Oh, there's, I guess, one thing I was thinking of yeah, is, yeah. Um, you know, we've been doing this for years, but I feel like there's always something to work on, uh, new goals to set every year. I, 
I always try and focus on at least like one big thing, like whether it's my MC skills, DJing, mixing, whatever, uh, to get better at. And you were bringing up this like getting one percent better, yeah. you know, every day. Is there something like personally for me? I'm trying to learn new mixing techniques like this year. I I I have pretty solid mixes. Like everything is very smooth, yeah. And I know my board really well, but like, you know, and and it's a lot of stuff that I know. Are people really going to notice? Like, no, not instantly. The small things that I'm doing, but they add up enough that like, if I can take a dance floor from here to here, yes. you know, that, that makes a huge difference. Um, so yeah, is there anything specifically you want to work on yourself this year as a DJ? That's a great question. It, it probably has to be, there's usually two or three things I try to find. The biggest one I'm trying, I play a lot of the same songs. Mm-hmm. So I like to keep it fresh and get out of that. But it's always nice to have that in the back of my, you know. And so I really try to keep up with the latest trends, you know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to find more songs that people didn't know they wanted to hear. They've heard before. It, it was overplayed back in the day, but you haven't heard it in a while. But, right. man, it's a jam. You know, drop that. And then mix it in with something new, brand new. That, like, oh, I didn't know this would go together. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I am, of course, trying to work on more... Um, more complicated mixes, you know, I'd love to do more tone play and acapella use. Right. Um, the Serato stem software is pretty exciting where they can, you can actually just take a song and it'll pull the acapella part out. So you can mix oh. in the acapella with an instrumental on another song. Oh, okay. Or take the drum track off and just do, you know, That's so you can make your own, record your own, which is kind of cool. And you can do that live. Uh, so I'm excited to hopefully pull some of that out if I can this year. That'd be kind of the second thing. And the third thing is, uh, it's kind of a combination of, Day of the emceeing, really hammering down the the, um, the being confident, projecting well, not talking too much, but really setting the tone early on the night for we're going to have a good time, throwing some energy at the crowd, but some like confidence mm-hmm. at the crowd. It's not, you know, of course I can be loud and boisterous and that doesn't matter, but it's like if I can get you to feel something and that feeling is, you know, you're in love with this couple and you're excited to get out there and dance. You can't wait to get on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really trying to do with my voice before I play a song, just to really get the crowd revved up to boom. And if people know how you're feeling based on how you're talking yeah. and they know that you're having a good time, yeah. that's going to push them to feel the same yeah. way and also have a good time. I feel like. Yeah. And then, so then the second part of that is doing the same with the couples when I meet with them, uh-huh. getting them excited, but also setting the expectation early on mm-hmm. that we want them to have a good time. We want to know what that is. We mm-hmm. want to work with them on that if they need help or whatever. But we want them going into the wedding excited, not stressed, you know, as much as we is in our control, but and confident that everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be good. And right. you can have this great night. Um, and we can personalize it to be everything that you envisioned and more. Absolutely. You know, play the songs they didn't know that they wanted to hear, mm-hmm. you know, for those couples, and do the things that they didn't know they wanted. You know, that's, uh, there's so many things to that, which is so fascinating. Like this, this one I just had, they had like, I think it was like four speeches and then a fifth surprise one. Mm. And then even the guy giving the blessing gave a surprise speech. Oh, that's the one to yeah. talk to you about. It was a unique thing. Never in my career. So I always check the batteries, right, before I give somebody the mic. Yeah. Because I knew all these people and I was talking, that's the one thing I forgot. 
And so, oh, it's two bars, no problem. That's like six hours of battery yeah. life, yeah. right? Because they're fully charged. It's like tw- 9 to 12 or something. And I have this little battery meter on my display that's on the microphone. And I see that going down to one. I'm like, oh, no. But that's one to three hours. We should be good, right? right. We introduced speeches at like 6 o'clock. By 7.30, speeches were still going on. Oh, wow. And it's flashing at me during the maid of honor waiting for it to cut speech and i'm like no <laughs> so i have the batteries ready i have joey i'm like joey if i need you you're gonna run in there and switch these out as fast as you can i have a handheld mic to quickly announce and explain what's going on um and she, i'm like it's gonna go out at the not the boring part it's gonna go out the most heartfelt part you know because people build to that they usually start oh, with no. hey i'm so and so if you don't know you know they always yeah. start with that and then they're like well, you know, they usually do some inside jokes that nobody knows, or they'll say some other stuff about, you know, we went to, we're at knitting camp or whatever, you know. And then they build to this why this person is a great person, yep. some really important moments, and how they know they're going to be happy together. They build to that really. And she was at that part. And I'm like, no, it's going to die right then. No, no, no. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. And you're like cringing just because it looks so unprofessional, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, and it's literally, this is the one time, done thousands of weddings, never had this issue. Uh, and it's like, uh, uh, uh. and then sure enough, she wraps up. And then Tim motions to me that he wants to give a speech. Oh, no. And I'm like, that was not part of the plan, but I understand, of course. So I get on the mic real quick, and I go, you know, at, now at this time, Tim's going to give a speech. But before we do that, we're going to switch out the batteries real quick. <laughs> and I go, as a DJ, you always want to be on top of that. And you're always like, no, you don't want it to go out the best part. I just told the crowd, honestly, what I was worried about. <laughs> and everyone laughed and had a good time. And that gave Joey enough distraction to quick switch those out and hand off to Tim. And we were back in it. Nice. So I enjoyed that part that, like, let's just be honest with the crowd about what's going yeah. on. And they'll laugh. And, they'll, you know, and then right next. And it's totally forgotten. And if it's remembered, they remembered that it was a fun thing rather than, like, oh, no, the battery died. And early on, it helps humanize you a bit. Of like, hey, yeah. I'm like, I'm also at this wedding too. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm I'm human. Stuff happens. We we didn't expect all these su- surprise speeches and extra things happening. Like, and also, yeah, two bars. I just did my speeches and I, I was at two bars. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Like this will last hours, but <laughs> it just happens sometimes. I feel like we need to do a whole section of podcast about speech do's and don'ts. Because you and I see a lot of them, and yeah. there are so many stories. We can save weddings. We can save oh future my weddings, God. Maybe. They make or break. This, a lot of people think the DJ does it. It's the speeches. The speeches kill. You want to kill a good dance floor or a good party? Have, have you know. Long... And the one thing that can throw off the schedule completely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then catering hates you. Yep. Everybody's upset because they got cold. They got food. That There's rules. It has to be served hot. Like, yep. <laughs> it's so oh. many crazy. Everyone's, ah, you know. But we're all like, you know, everything's good. Let's just keep let's do another 45 minutes on whatever topic, you know, so-and-so's soccer schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally had them talk about that. There was one time a father of the bride shared, like, you know, each year of the kids' lives, both kids, the, the bride and the groom, and their major accomplishments that year. From, oh, like, birth to, like, you know, now. The, most of those people already know that stuff. <laughs> yes, and it's like what a resume, like a weird. It, it's a basic formula. It's really introduce yourself, tell a funny story yeah. that uh, can lightly make fun of you and the couple, but shows not the, in it a shows harmful the, way. Yeah, or shows the the character of of that person. Yep, and then wrap it around with like a life lesson, a marital lesson, or just why you love them. Yes, and then that's 
Yeah, then you're done. Short and sweet. Yeah. That's I'm starting to, to tell go. my couples that. And I'm like, who's giving a speech? And have you talked to them about their speech? And it's funny that we think we're actually going to change anything. These people that are giving terrible speeches don't care at all. <laughs> They'll talk as long as the they guy, want. The guy giving the blessing was like, I know we've had a lot of speeches, but I'm going to keep this short. And he did not keep it short. He went on for another 10 minutes. Uh, and he's supposed to just give the prayer. But he had a whole, like, thing that he prepared. They just don't know how – people don't know how long they're standing there. Yeah. And then it's also the, like, you don't know when to stop. And there's so many speeches, too, where I'm like, this went great. But then they kept going, yes. you know? Yes. And I'm like, oh, if you would have stopped then, that would have oh, been great. Beautiful, great you moment. You killed it. But the extra 10 minutes ruined it. I don't want to say ruined it, but definitely brought it down in I, quality. I do think there's something there that a lot of people don't realize when you publicly speak that, like yeah. – you know, less is better. If you don't have anything super interesting to say or give, it's mostly the same. People are repeating themselves. Here's mm-hmm. a good thing. Here's another good thing. Here's another good thing. After three good things, you're kind of like, well, yeah, they're a good person. You right. know, it, you don't need, unless that particular good thing had a very specific or unique story, mm-hmm. it's not that interesting. It, it's nothing personal. It's just, you shared a story about me, it, you know, we probably have three good things that would be somewhat interesting and then moving on, you know. It's best to keep it short and sweet. People yeah. are never upset that you talked really short. They're always upset that you talked too long. It's so fascinating how that works. That And that that, that really does, it can adjust the energy that night. Mm-hmm. It drains people. People want to go to the bathroom. They want to get drinks. They want to dance. They want to get food. They're hungry. Yeah. And, you know, don't worry, guys. I'll keep it short. And that's that's a fact. When you say that, I know it's not. That and uh, I didn't want to write anything, so I'm just going to do this from the heart. You're going to wing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. And that either goes really well or very bad. There's really no in between there, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I do think people get going, and it's almost like they get nervous, so they keep going. Yeah. They're, they go off script. They go off speech. Uh, they're going to want me to – and they're almost like – I don't know if – when I was in college, it was part of like an improv group. And you want to go out on a banger. You want to like have a funny joke line and then scene, you know, cut the – so a lot of times you'll just keep going until you find anything that's of value to wrap up on. Yeah. And I think that's what happens in speeches where you're like, okay, yeah, well, I had a plan, but I don't want to close it yet because I haven't got that laughter from the crowd or that awe moment from the crowd. Absolutely. And so they're searching for it, and they're just going to keep talking, and and uh, it doesn't happen. <laughs> 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 so I've seen the great ones too, but uh-huh. the great ones always had those things in common that – the person had practiced it. They wrote it out. They timed it. Yep. They kept it short and sweet. And they it was all valuable. Every line they said was valuable. Mm-hmm. There was no waste in it. Um, I was happy. Not a bad speech at my wedding. Yeah, All of them are so solid. I went on a little long, to be honest. But that's hard but you, to do. It was also a dual speech. And it was like, you guys had planned it out. And it was... It didn't feel long. I never felt Good. uncomfortable at all. I'm sure. In any well, because you, you know me and you love me and I love yeah. you. But my guess is there was people in the crowd who didn't know me who were like, how long is this guy talking? <laughs> you know? And I know not to do that, but here I am. Because this is your best friend and you want to just gush on him in front of everybody. Right. And, uh, you know, how, how can I summarize Chris Sart in such just two minutes or less? You know, I can't. It's impo- Well, of course it's impossible, you know. But... You know, people who were there know, and they, they love you, and they, you know, most of the stuff they're going to know. Mm-hmm. And the, the really juicy stuff, you really can't share anyways. You know? Right, true. All the, all the really fun back <laughs> For later in the night, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got to be there for those ones. Yep. Yeah, uh, anything else? I, 
This is a pretty good first one. Yeah, I don't think so. Nothing cool. on my mind at this time. But awesome. Well, let's uh, good talking and stop them, and we'll see you good. next time. We're gonna try to do this once a week. Yep, we're Amplified Events. I'm Chris.